With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. This is Pamela Brewer welcoming you to this edition of 530. As many of you know, 530 is the real-time, real-life journey of a gentleman by the name of Jim Brown who was diagnosed with mixed dementia on May 30th of 2019. Jim Brown, welcome to Mind Talk. Thank you. It's good to be with you again. Jim, it's been a while since uh, you've been on the air with us. What's uh, What's been going on in your life? Oh, many things. Uh, um, I can't recall specifically immediately everything, but there are many things that are going on. Anything of particular importance to you? Um, health challenges here and there. I've been in and out of the hospital a couple of times since I spoke to you last. Um, and each time uh, I went in confused and came out as confused as I did when I went in because they didn't they did not um, necessarily answer all of my questions in terms of what was actually going on with me uh, for those who are just listening to your story for the first time or don't particularly recall your story what can you tell us of what you recall is the reality of what your life is now? Um, I'm still uh, at a point where I am uh, still questioning whether uh, this condition called um, uh, Alzheimer's is real. Because uh, actually, I feel the same way. I just know that there are moments when I am not interested in anything or anyone, and there are moments when I just want to be alone. I know that, and uh, they are far and few in between. But every time it happens, I wonder what's going on with me in terms of what I'm, what I'm really. Um, experiencing. Um, I can't explain it to you specifically. I just know that uh, there are moments when I don't really care about talking to anyone. And I just want to be alone. For those who, again, are, are unaware or don't recall, uh, you actually received a diagnosis of mixed dementia on May 30th, and the specifics of that diagnosis were, are, uh, Alzheimer's with vascular involvement, 
So what you're saying is you're not sure you're quite buying into that diagnosis. You've noticed some mild changes, but nothing significant enough for you to actually believe that that is a diagnosis that makes sense for you. Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm saying is, is that I hear the doctors when they say that, I don't specifically know what that means. I, I know that there are times when the, when I'm not as quick to respond to a particular question as I should be. I know that there are times when the, I may not recall specific events as clearly as I should. I know that, but you know, it seems to me that I've been that way all my life. But then to someone who just meet me, who just know me, and who, who may have been around people who respond very quickly to them in conversations and so forth, may not understand that I'm just, uh, I consider that to be just me and being slow. Um, but that's not uh, necessarily the truth. I'm just saying that's what my experience has been. And okay, Jim, I, if I understand you correctly, you're saying that you're not quite sure that the diagnosis of Alzheimer's or mixed dementia is a fit for you, or am I misunderstanding you? No, I'm saying that I don't clearly understand the dynamics of it. Uh, I'm not saying it's not a fit. Uh, I'm not going to go against the expert, experts who have uh, diagnosed me as such. I'm just saying that I don't clearly understand the dynamics of it. So when you say the dynamics of it, you're not quite sure what it actually means specifically to you in your life. Exactly. Okay. And, and from what I understand, uh, the doctors have said that uh, your diagnosis is mild to moderate. Uh, I, I have to check on that. I may not be exactly correct on that. It may be moderate to severe. But what that means is your cognitive skills, your thinking skills have been affected. So things that, short-term things that happen that would reasonably stored in your short-term memory appear not to be stored. And so you might forget something uh, that happened this morning or yesterday or 10 minutes ago, really have no memory of it. Sometimes when you're reminded, you remember pieces of it, but sometimes it just goes completely, uh, which mean that your concentration may be off, that your uh, temperament may change over time. Over time, uh, and it could be a very long time, you might even forget how to negotiate daily living tasks, such as washing and brushing your teeth and changing your clothes and things like that. Um, so that's a pretty daunting thing to hear. It could happen to you over time. It's not happening to you now in terms of the daily living piece. And because it's not happening to me now, I have, uh, I have um, no real 
evidence that it is happening. And uh, if I'm reminded that it did happen, uh, then it becomes concerning to me. But it, in, in real time, it's not something that I think about every day and it's not something that I am uh, constantly uh, worried about every day. Um, my skills in terms of being able to figure out problems and so forth, in my opinion, has not changed that much. I still can figure out things. I still can uh, solve problems. I don't have the same, um, uh, you say, the same quickness at um, at 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 uh, uh, responding to quick solutions and so forth. But I do have a very good understanding of where I'm at and what I'm doing at a time that I start begin to to tackle a particular situation. Jim, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, you did say that you had been in and out of the hospital a couple of times and that you were indeed as confused or more confused or differently confused coming out as you were when you went in. So I'd like to pick up there when we return. Folks, this is Pamela Brewer. You are listening to Mind Talk and to Jim Brown. We are talking about his life his experiences having been diagnosed in 2019 as having mixed dementia. We'll be back in just a moment. hospital experiences that you've had. How much do you recall of what and when? Mm-hmm. I remember feeling, getting that one morning, feeling very weak in my legs and not being able to stabilize myself, or not being able to balance myself, feeling weak in my legs. Jim, I'm going to have to ask you to speak up a little bit more. I remember getting up one morning feeling very concerned about the fact that I could not uh, balance myself and not feel comfortable walking and so forth. I remember that. And uh, I remember going into the uh, emergency center and they checking me out and finding that um, maybe I was dehydrated and that uh, there may have been some balance problems and so forth. So they ran through a, a series of tests and they kept me for a couple of days doing a variety of different experiments and so forth. And uh, uh, came out of it with them saying uh, pretty much the same thing, I believe. I, I mean, you were there, you, you hear what, what they said and I don't remember the specific language that they used, but they had various reasons why they thought it was happening and uh, 
I, I don't clearly understand it well enough to prevent it the next time. And that was the most recent hospital experience. Was the one before that similar? Mm, I don't recall. Maybe, maybe it was. Okay. Yeah. What, what I'm aware of is that you had moments of confusion uh, where you didn't, I don't know whether or not you knew where you were, but you reported not knowing what to do, um, whether you should move or lie down or stand up or you, you just really didn't know what to do. Do you recall that? No, I remember um, when asked the question, what do you want to do? And I said, I'm not sure. I remember that. But I don't remember not knowing whether to stand or to sit or anything. I don't remember all that. I don't remember not knowing. I don't remember being that confused. When when I'm people say I was confused, I still don't understand what they meant by being confused because I didn't, I was constantly aware of where I was and what I was doing at all times. You have a wife. Yeah. Where, where is she in all this? She's right beside me. What does that mean? It means she's right there. She's the person who keeps me uh, uh, on target a lot of times. Uh, a lot of, I depend on her for for a variety of things like uh, 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 appointments and, and, and uh, 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 for daily life stuff. We have a we have a constant relationship with each other about me and about what I'm doing and so forth. And I depend a great deal on what she says and what happens uh, in that respect. What to to the best that you can tell? What was your wife's response when she learned of your diagnosis uh she was very uh she's to me she she seemed to be very confused herself uh there's a great deal of fear in her in terms of what uh what she should do and how she should uh uh, deal with me. Um, I was aware of that. When you say that, and I'm going to guess this includes your wife, that people say things to you that you may not particularly recall or recall in the way that they reported or are confused by what they're reporting What's that like for you? You're hearing words, you understand the words, but you're not really connecting to what they actually mean for you. What's that like for you? It's like um, a time when I, in fact, um, am, uh, how do you say, I am, uh, not in agreement with what they're saying or what I'm, what's going on with me. Jim, I need you to speak up a bit. Uh, I'm not in a, 
not in agreement with what they're saying and what they're what they're saying to me. And uh, in some cases, thinking that they have mis clearly misunderstood what I was saying. And maybe it's because I didn't hear something that they said. I don't know. But I do feel uh, unheard sometimes, a lot of times. A lot of times? Yeah. Okay. Jim, again, I need you to speak up a bit. I'm having a hard time clearly distinguishing what you're saying. And, and I think what you're saying is so important to our listeners, to your listeners. Uh -huh. The one thing I just want to double back on and then return to what you just said in terms of not feeling heard. One of the things that you said early on that was so important for you was for other people who might be in similar circumstances to hear your story and your experiences. Why was that important to you? Uh, there are some physical things that are have happened to me over years that um, that gives me um, that's sort of handicapping me in terms of me being able to clearly to clearly understand everything that everyone says at all times. Um, what does that mean? It means that there may be a few, because I've, I have a slight hearing deficiency on one side, I may not hear all of the syllables and everything that someone may be saying to me, and it may cause me to half hear part of the conversation or miss part of the conversation. And in doing so, it causes me to question whether I heard the whole thing or not, or whether I am, in fact, uh, responding to what I hear or, or, or what I think I hear, uh, rather than what actually was said. There's also a vision deficiency. Can you talk about how that impacts you? Well, I have uh, poor vision in one eye, and in terms of being able to quickly pick up uh, uh, things that are happening in front of me, uh, I may misinterpret something slightly from what I see and what actually was quickly. That's why I uh, have a tendency to drive car less than I did before. If I'm going straight I'm fine. If I have to make some quick turns and so forth, I'm not sure about what I'm going to do until it, I get there. Then I can do them. Driving by myself, I'm more alert than I am with someone else because I depend a great deal on whoever I'm with for, for direction and stuff like that. But when I'm driving by myself, I have a tendency to really be very alert and, 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 and look at what I'm doing and where I'm going and so forth. And I can get from point A to point B easily without having to uh, worry about what's going on. When I hear you talk about the vision difficulties and the hearing difficulties, and then add to that the diagnosis, which includes memory challenges, I can see where at least for you, 
it kind of feels like business as usual, but maybe slightly more so, rather than it actually feeling like a dementia diagnosis that you've fully integrated. Is that, am I incorrect in that? Kind of, sort of, you are. Okay. Because what happens is, is that uh, I have a tendency to, um, uh, because I'm still, um, I'm still here. I still can understand things. Uh, and my analytical skills are still there. Uh, cognitively, I may be uh, functioning on a different level and so forth. I may be. But I don't think so. So because I don't think so, I feel very competent in what I'm saying and doing at all times. Um, it's only when I have to uh, integrate what someone else has said to me and respond in that sense that I have uh, a slight, um, say a slight discount, a uh, slight hesitant about what I want to say in response to, to what, what's been said to me. But basically, uh, if I have to um, deal with my own uh, analysis of my own interpretation of what's going on with me, I think I'm very clear about what, what I'm thinking and what I'm doing. But I can't always communicate that to someone else. But I do know what I'm saying and what I'm doing is, in fact, uh, what is. So you're actually saying a couple of different things, um, which we will continue to pursue uh, in the days and weeks ahead. I guess just one more thing I'd like to ask you before we close out today again is why it was important for you to share your story with others, many people who you've never met and likely will never meet. When one gets a dementia diagnosis, it is often the family secret. It is particularly the family secret in communities of color, and yet you have chosen to make your story known. Why? Okay, when we come back, I'd like to talk more about that. Okay. Jim, why tell your story to anyone, let alone strangers? Well, it's... I've lived my whole life not really understanding what uh, Alzheimer's or dementia is, and yet I am told by others that it's something that has run in my family for a long time. I never recognized it, never knew what it was, never really understood it. I just thought uh, that getting old was getting old and not remembering things. I never really clearly understood 
exactly what uh, what that meant. And so not understanding it has created for me a wonder as to how many people are living in this condition and not really getting the right kind of support that they need to uh, survive or survive as close to normal uh, life as possible. And a lot of it has to do with the fear of not being understood uh, or not understanding uh, how important it is to be connected fully um, both um, uh, mentally and physically to people and to what you're saying and what people are saying to you. Um, I think it's important for that to happen because when that happens, uh, my life seems to be very, very uh, fulfilled. When it's not, then I feel slighted. I feel uh, not a part of the world. And uh, that's where uh, uh, the loneliness comes in. And you, not, you say, well, nobody really wants to talk to me because it seems like they don't understand me. And you seem like they don't really get the fact that... Um, that I have this condition that I may not be as 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 exciting to talk to as uh, as uh, as they are or as other people are, but I am in fact very very conscious of the fact that I'm not as exciting and that I'm not as um, fulfilling to people in terms of conversation as as. Uh, as other people might be. Uh, I um, I can remember the times when I was very entertaining, very uh, very um, sure of what I want to say, how I want to say it, and and get laughs out of people from what I was saying. And there are times now, there are moments now when that happens, but it's not. It doesn't come as often as I want it to. And uh, that's part of the condition that I'm in, and that's partly when when I really understand how uh how uh this is this 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 has affected me. You I, I know we don't have a lot of time left today, but hopefully we will continue to have these conversations in, in the coming week. But I do want to circle back to your comment about sometimes not feeling heard. And what I'm wondering is if your experience of not being heard is linked to your experience of not being talked to, of not getting calls from people, or if it's literally not being heard, or if it's a combination of both. No, I'm talking specifically in conversations with people. Uh, if I'm talking on the phone with someone, I can have a, a long conversation with someone. Like now, I can have a long conversation with you. Uh, if I'm in a room with someone and we're talking, uh, I can't always follow the conversation. If there's a group of people, I can't always follow the conversation that every that's going on because I may not 
pick up on everything that everybody said, the nuances of people's voices and so forth, the way I want to. And some of that could be the hearing loss. It could some be. Some of that could be the cognitive It could piece. be. It could be. Okay. It could be. It could be. But I'm just letting you know that that's what happens. And so I'm a little less uh, um, active in, in, in group conversations than I used to be for that reason. Jim, you are currently still engineering MindTalk. And what I notice is that the steps that need to be taken that you have been taking for a long time, you're pretty good with. Um, but when it's something new or different, you may need to hear it a few times before it actually sort of catches you or, or, or you're able to hold it. Is that a fair observation in your view? That's fair, but that's been part of my... my uh my action for a long time. Okay. Well, and, and on that note, we do have to stop, but one of the things that I will uh, remind our listeners is that when someone gets a diagnosis, whether it's Alzheimer's or, or whatever, or a cold, it, the day that you get the diagnosis is not the day that the symptoms began. And symptoms for any number of things, behaviors for any number of things, can begin to evidence themselves over time. Uh, so I think that's important for people to be clear of. Jim, thank you for joining me on this edition of Mind Talk as, as the guest versus the behind the scenes guy. Folks, thank you for joining us on this edition of Mind Talk. Mind Talk is brought to you regularly and can be heard on several platforms, including iTunes, SoundCloud, Alexa, the Mind Talk app, and of course, you can always go to mindtalk.org. That's M Y N D T A L K.org. Mind Talk is brought to you as an informational and entertaining conversation and is not intended to replace any work that you may do or intend to do with a clinical professional. If you would like to be in touch with me, that email is Pamela at mindtalk.org. You can also email uh, Jim through Pamela at mindtalk.org, that's P-A-M-E-L-A at M-Y-N-D-T-A-L-K dot O-R-G. I would be very happy to hear from you, we both would. I look forward to you joining us next time on Mind Talk with Dr. Pamela Brewer, and remember always, if it's unacceptable, then that's what it is, unacceptable. You take care. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.